Hey, Revelation Wellness friends. Did you hear the big news? We're popping the confetti as we celebrate Elisa sharing the body revelation on Good Morning America's GMA3. If you miss seeing her on the show on Friday, swipe up on the show notes to get the link and to watch the fun. And don't forget, we're now enrolling for our next platoon of instructors launching August 25th. You've got two tracks to choose from. Swipe up to explore which training program is right for you and download a packet today. Also backed by popular demand, we've got a Just the Revving the Word, Please, Revving the Word with Elisa that will get your heart and body moving. This workout is perfect for a walk, run, ride, or any movement as she digs into Romans 1. Thanks for being here today. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear the good news and leave us a review in all the places. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath, inhale, exhale. Get into your heart space. So breathe again and widen your heart. Exhale, let your shoulders drop. Notice it's the exhale that lengthens and the inhale that gathers. You are both those entities. You are to have strength and surrender. A gathering and a scattering. A coming and a going, right? Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. We're gonna move our body and we're gonna hear the word. And today, that is exactly what we're gonna do. Back by popular demand, this is a just the word please episode. So here's the point behind this. <laughs> what we're doing right now is what the brain knows as dual tasking. You're moving your body, which is taking some brain effort, a lot of brain effort, and a lot of body effort. And I'm gonna ask you to think about, meditate upon the word as you move. Dual tasking. It's really good for neurogenesis, to strengthen your brain, and of course, it's good for your body. So move your body at some sort of moderate intensity. But you're warming up right now, so just be kind to you. Be curious about your body. Do not rate it according to any measuring device. Please, please, those Apple watches, whoop straps, Fitbits, they're great tools but they are to serve you. You don't serve them. <laughs> Look at that device right now and say, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, that way you are fully here out of a heart space that you know, man, you need some training on the inside. You wanna have joy today, faith, hope, love, yeah. So what's gonna happen in this episode? In a few minutes, we're gonna switch 
to where I will just read the word over you. And then I'm gonna go quiet. And you're gonna keep moving your body. And I want you to try and hold on to that word and chew on it. Now, if this is a Lectio Divina, I would walk you through some questions, but I don't wanna do that. I want you to actually just hold on to the word. And here's the truth, you're going to wander. It's okay, you're, you're going to wander. The goal of this training is to see if you can come back. Come back, grab onto something like, wait, what was that word again? What was one part of that scripture that I kind of clung to? Okay, because the world is distracting, friends. You're gonna get distracted. You're gonna get pulled and enticed by temptation, but that's not a sin. It's giving into it that is. And those who are not mindful of God and his word and his truth and his love, they're gonna be more apt to giving in to the temptation. So I'm training your dual tasking. Can you be in the world and not of the world? Can you be in the world and a friend of God? You with me? This is good. So you have a lot of space to think and meditate as you move. So Holy Spirit, we love you. You are welcomed here. Come be the activity and force inside of us that renews our minds. God, create new neural pathways in our brain that we are people of the word. We are people of God who cling to your word. We don't just kiss it, we cling. And God, use this time to make whole people, people that don't just have a belief for their mind, but for their bodies, from soul to skin, make us one. In Jesus' name, amen. So on a scale of one to 10 in your effort right now, be a nice five to seven. And I'm not gonna dictate your effort today. You can decide. Promise me, pinky swear, stay free, have fun. If you can't smile, you got lost, come back. All right, our scripture today are just the word, five verses from a meaty book of Romans. Romans 1, chapter 1, verses 20 to 25. Let me give you a little context. This is Paul. He's writing to the church in Rome. And this letter is Paul's longest and most systematically reasoned of Paul's letter, meaning it is the gospel. It's a good one, one of my favorite books. Later on by chapter seven and eight, we get to 
the reason we do the things we don't want to do, the frustration of the flesh, and the solution being life in the spirit, that we have new life. But Paul opens this letter by dropping the pin on the deceit and the lie of our hearts and vanity, our flesh and wantings, right? Because good news of Jesus Christ is only good as much as we know it's been bad. It's been bad out there. And so the gospel is for anyone who so shall hear and believe. And as Paul says a few verses earlier before we jump into ours, that he is not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. That is what he is talking about in this book. He is pointing to the gospel of Jesus Christ. By the way, there were lots of gospels in Paul's day. So the word gospel is not just a Christian word, it's for any belief system, a gospel. But we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. So here we go. Holy Spirit, teach us, help us. Starting verse 20. For in Nope, let me try it again. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lusts of their heart to impurity, to dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord.
Okay. Let's jump back in. Just going to read the word. And just for context, where you hear the word they, it's those who have suppressed the truth. Verse 20, as I read, think in pictures, look around, make it tangible, connect something you know to something you don't know. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. going to read it again. I want you to try and say it with me, even if you're a beat behind me. Use your words. This is really powerful. Neurogenesis. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made so they are without excuse. One more time, Romans 1.20. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse.
Romans 1, verse 21. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Say it with me. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Romans 1.21 For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Romans 1, verse 22. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds 
and animals and creeping things. Say it with me. Romans 1.22 Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Romans chapter 1 verse 24 Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity to dishonoring of their bodies among themselves Say it with me. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. in the lust of their hearts to impurity to dishonoring of their bodies among themselves
Let's check in with your body. Are you still smiling? Yeah. Shoulders out of your ears. Remember, this is good news. Good job. We have our last verse. Romans 1, verse 25, and it's connected to 24. So remember we just read, therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. Verse 25, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Say it with me. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. One more time. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Give him your heart, friends. Come on. You don't have to fully understand. You do not have to be a biblical scholar or a seminary graduate to be near him. Get in his presence. All right. How'd you do? It's all right. If you're like, I wandered, Elisa, it's okay. We're strengthening it. 
Now I'm gonna come back. This is my five minute sermon. I wanna make these verses stick for you. That you can leave here with something sticky on you, something to hold you to the word. Now remember, that they are those who are, they're unrighteous, they don't want God. So do you want God? Friend, doubting God is not a sin. Not believing in Him is. So if you want to suppress Him, suppress the truth, you can do that. And this is why Paul's going, what a foolish act. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. Here's your sticky statement today so you can stick to this verse. When you are in a moment that you are tempted to doubt, again, doubt isn't a sin, but to not believe God in that moment, you're gonna look around, you're gonna say this. You're gonna look around, meaning open your eyes, look. Because Paul's saying his divine nature is clearly seen, look around. So I want you to say this as you look around. God, where are you? Where are you in this moment? Because your word has said that you are, can be clearly seen in the things that have been created. Where are you, God? Verse 21, for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Here's your next statement. God, I honor you and I give thanks. Say it with me. God, I honor you in this moment and I give you thanks. Because when you do that, you keep the lights of your heart on. You stay a lighthouse. I honor you and I give you thanks. Verse 22, these people claiming to be wise, they become fools because they exchange the glory of God for images resembling man. Here's what you're gonna say. Once you have found God in that room or in that moment and what you look for, you will find. Don't let go. Don't cash in. Don't cash in. Say that with me. Don't cash in. Don't make the exchange. Once you have found God and honored him and give thanks, hold on. Breathe. Don't make the exchange. You have an enemy who prowls trying to loosen your grip to get you to Worship the thing you see or want or don't have. And that's not just stuff, friends. Those are desires. 
verse 24. If you make that exchange, you are at risk of your hearts becoming lustful and the dishonoring of God brings with it the dishonoring of your body. Friend, I'm not talking about what you eat, but I'm also talking about what you think about because what you think about fills your body. If you allow that moment to tap into the lusts of your heart, your lusts are what drives your flesh. It makes you want the thing you want and say, God, I, I'm going for it. And it dishonors God and it dishonors your body. Don't give in. If you give in, your body will give up. Say that with me. If I give in, my body gives up. If I give in, my body gives up. Verse 25, and this one is, this is the, I think I did this today to get you to hear. Don't exchange the truth for a lie. Don't worship and serve created things over Creator God. Don't exchange the truth for a lie. Repeat with me. I choose the truth over the lie. I choose the truth over the lie. And get, friends, you will only be able to do this as much as you can honor God and give thanks to Him in the eye of a storm. I declare these words are in your bones today, that you are not of the kind to shrink back. You are not the unrighteous. You are not one who suppresses the truth. You are the one who seeks the way, the truth, and the life. And that because of that, health rise in your body, your bones, your brains. And although you don't see what you had hoped to see, you continue to honor God and give thanks. And remember, He is the point. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. I pray it sticks to people today, God, and comes for them when the enemy does. In Jesus' name, amen.